Olala, the podcast is brought to you in association with Expedia. Expedia offers thousands of hotel deals to suit all tastes and budgets, from bed and breakfast, affordable hostels, five-star hotels and everything in between. There is something for everyone. Just go to expedia.co.uk to find your ideal place to stay. Hello, I'm Fred Siriex and welcome to my podcast, Olala. Oh Today, I have the incredible and the nicest guest. It's Shirley Ballas, the head judge from Strictly Come Dancing. So, Shirley, let me tell you about Olala oh and what it means to me. Olala oh is a very simple word. And as I said it, I just had a big grin on my face. You know, it happens every time I see or hear it. And what's really interesting to me is that the same happens when others see or hear it. You know, it's like we are all conditioned with the same reaction to the sound of this beautiful, magical word. Let me do it again. Let's try. Oh la la. You see? It works. I think it's because it's kind of naughty, isn't it? And you are all naughty people. That's why you're listening to this podcast. You know, for me, it's like a feel-good sensation you get as you hear it. And the brain just can't help but to react positively to it. And we just smile automatically and without even thinking about it. It makes you lie on your feet, makes you feel awake because it is pure pleasure and goodness. You know, for all of us, life can be so hard, so unpredictable. And we all have our share of pain. But Olala takes it away in a flash. Olala is about fun, enjoying oneself and being in the moment. You know, for me, it encapsulates what Socrates was saying. The meaning of life is about the pursuit of virtue. Basically, that's very simple. It's knowing what is good and bad, right and wrong. Olala brings about the best in people. And people are what makes life so exciting. Because without people, there is no life, there is no joy, there is no light. And we have no time to lose. Life is so short. We owe it to ourselves to enjoy life, learn and make a difference. Well, that's my motto anyway. So for me, meeting wonderful human beings, creating and sharing special bonds and to deeply connect with them, this is what it's about. Because in the end, what matters in our relationships with others is whether there is trust. And this is what I am seeking, a special encounter. Anyway, let me just do it again. One more time. Let's see how you feel about it. Listen to this. Are you ready? Oh la la, that's so exciting. <laughs> yes, it's, it's rather sensual, actually. Oh la la can have several meanings, I suppose. But yeah, I like your philosophy on life. It's very good. Oh, thank you. Freddy. I, I, oh, Freddy now. Freddy. You're oh, going to get Freddy today. I like that. <laughs> I can see your eyes. They are just uh, shining, uh, full of life. Well, you've just been ooh la la me. So yes, I'll go with the shining oh. light. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so you're telling me that ooh la la could have different meanings. So what kind of meanings are you thinking about? Well, your philosophy is, it sounds a lot about goodness and kindness and being aware of everything, but it also has that ooh-la-la, ooh la, la. about a sherry or two. <laughs> so it's kind of naughty, ooh-la-la, for you. The way you say it in French, yes. Well, it's the way you understand it. <laughs> Don't push it off on me, Freddie. Yeah. You're very naughty, Shelley. Am I? Yeah. Is well, it because you're a dancer or what comes first? I think it's just because I'm sitting opposite a French man, but never mind. Oh, really? <laughs> and obviously your partner is across the room there, but we're just going to draw the curtain so he can't see us. He's good. He's good. He's all right. He's, he's been there before. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's got to be used to it because you're the head judge on, on Strictly Come Dancing. I mean, all eyes on you. 
Well, yes, this is an amazing show. I mean, my kind of philosophy a little bit is that like a va-va-boom, something that's really sort of exciting and electric and getting up in the morning with the eyes of a newborn baby and seeing life as it is for that particular day, not what it was yesterday, not what you think it's going to be next week, but what it is right now. Kindness, goodness to people and, and a little bit like what you're doing, making people feel feel good, the feel-good factor. You know, you can go into a restaurant, you can go into a hotel, somebody's not quite in the right spirit when they're serving you and your job would be to change their attitude and sort of give them a little bit more life for their day because we never really quite know where people are in their lives. So I tend not to judge people and uh, I just try to every day to bring some kind of goodness and kindness to somebody else's life and that actually brings me great pleasure, Freddie. Really? So that, 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 that pursuit of goodness gives you that pleasure? It does. So that was your quote, right? To get up every morning with the eyes of a newborn baby. Yeah, and see life every single day differently, you know? I mean, my partner said to me, you know, he feels like he's a millionaire because he has health. You know, if you think about all the... I mean, I visit a lot of hospitals. I see a lot of sick children and things. And I think every single day, if you can get up and you can just see the world as it is that particular day... It drives you forward and be grateful with a lot of gratitude for your health because you can't buy that. You can't. Nothing you do in life, no job you do yeah, can buy that good feeling of health, getting up every morning and be able to make somebody else's life joyous, really. You know, I was very excited this morning when I, when, when I came in to do this podcast because, you know, I've, I've been watching you on Strictly. I've watched some of your interviews, you know, when I happen to be on television on Lauren or, or Loose Women or whatever. And and. And I really like you because you're a nice person at heart and I think it comes across. But being in the same room as you, I know that I was right into thinking that you're a nice person. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think, you know, raised on a housing estate and coming from where I came from and, you know, just different things that have happened in my life with my brother, with mental illness. I think it gives you a different concept on life and you tend to be more tuned into other people. So it's not even on Strictly, it's not about me. It's about the show. It's about the people that surround the show. It's about everybody who comes together to make something work. It's never, ever just about you. Do you know what I'm it's saying? It's never about you. No, it's always never. about the team. Life's about giving, it's giving, true. sharing, loving, being kind. You know, and just generally making people have that feel-good factor every day, you know, so. Have you always had that aura around you? Because I'm very aware and conscious of it because I can feel it is just radiating, you know, this aura of kindness and goodness from you. I can feel it. Have you always been like that? Have you I would always... say always been like that from a small child, always taking care of the person that had less than myself, even though we didn't have a lot. My mother was like that, you know, and she always said, go out into the world and radiate love. You know, if there's never use the word hate, you can use the word dislike. And it was difficult for your mum because she brought you up and your brother by yes. herself, right? Yes, she did. Single mother, but difficult times. But, you know, I go back and I look on it in that housing estate and it was it was stellar. It was amazing. It was everybody clubbed together as a community. Right. Everybody watched out for everybody as where sometimes now it's a little bit spread out, you know. Mm -hmm. But back then it was I have fond memories of it. I wouldn't change one single thing of my life. You know, people used to say, why do you waste your money, Audrey, on uh, Shirley dancing? She'll never get off the housing estate. My mother used to say, while ever you work hard, I will support you. And nothing in life is for free. For sure. Nothing. So the harder you work, the more that you give, the kinder you are, the people you meet, somewhere along the line will have an influence on your life because everything's networking and meeting people and enjoying people and generally making people 
feel good. Even if you don't feel great yourself. I've had some really tough times in my life, but I try to... My mum used to say to me, when you go to work, Shirley, hang your problem at the door and pick it up on the way out because nobody really wants to spend all the hours talking to you about your issues. It's true. Yesterday I was having a conversation with the customers at my restaurant and he said, um, so how do you do it when you're on television and you've had the bad news the day before or something has gone wrong in your life and it's really weighing on your heart? How do you do it? So, well, I'm a pro. I have to perform. You know, yeah. and this is just the way it is. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's the same in my industry. I still remember getting the news that my mother, you know, had been diagnosed with cancer and I still had to go to work and I still had to mm. judge a competition. It was... Uh, um, actually, I surprised myself. I was in my room when I got the news. It was last May. I just remember falling totally apart and then realising that in one hour I had to go out and be judging and then to go outside the door and, and it's like you ch and change, you know, like you have to put on this like happy face and soul because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people relying on you. How did you feel? Did you feel any guilt when you went there? Because this guilt is, is something that's very present with me. You know, I always feel, for example, I never spend enough time with my children, you know, because I, I would be working or, or, or doing something, you know, and that, that, that guilt is a very um, difficult concept for me to understand. Well, I always had guilt around my brother because I seemed to get these opportunities that perhaps he didn't get. So, But he always reassured me, you know, that life is the way it's going to be. He always used to believe that it was already pre-written for you, where you were going, what path you were going to take. And uh, I just think I just, I don't think I have an immense amount of guilt. I don't, I because I think I'm here to serve. And I think for some reason I've been put in this position as head judge even, is to bring some greatness to the show and some help to these people who come out every week and to go out in people's living rooms with their families and to make everybody have this feel-good factor in the cold winter nights when they're sitting there with their Chinese and their glass of wine or as families, you know, as units. And I feel like I'm there to try to support that and help that. So I don't have an immense amount of guilt about my job, but I have to say that when I found out about my mum, and of course, my brother, uh, many years ago, it sits right in the pit of your stomach. So the upper half of your body, your brain and everything has to activate and you have to move and you have to do your job. But the lower half of you, your tummy, you it's not a great feeling. Yeah, it's difficult. It's to... a mixture. It's a difficult to to balance it, I feel. It's about competent. Com I can't even say it. Help <laughs> it's me okay, out. Freddy. Com <laughs> Being competent. Competency. No, it's no. about com compartmentalizing. Compartmentalizing. That's compartmentalizing. right. Thank you very much. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, that's very, that's my whole life. It's very hard to do. Because I have OCD too. You do know, you? I struggle with that. So what every, do you do? It's cleaning. cleaning. My thing is about oh cleaning. Oh my god! But Don't I, tell me that you're having a coffee. Or if you if I go to your place, I'm having a coffee, and then you come behind and you just <laughs> spray it, and you smell me. of bleach everywhere. <laughs> you're one me. of those. My hands always smell of bleach. Oh my god. <laughs> But that's not very ooh-la-la, this. Va-va-voom, darling. No, it is not. I'm going to speak to your partner because when you go and touch his face, I say, I love you, and then you can smell the bleach. It's a good job he loves bleach. Does he? <laughs> just kidding. Poor sod. No, he doesn't like bleach. He's one of these kinds, yeah? No, he's just getting used to me. So he said, you know, I love your OCD. Whatever you feel comfortable with, it's fine, you know? I mean, there's people out there with all sorts of things, isn't there? I bet he loves it, you know, because maybe when you just met, he was just helping you out with the washing, but now he's probably <laughs> sitting on the sofa, no? And he's going, oh, la, la, that's the life. The bar, bar, that's, boom, yeah, darling. that's why he's happy. <laughs> no, but I think life is, I mean, we all have ups and downs. We all have tragedies. We all have... You know, somebody will say to me, like, how's your day going? Great today. 
but that doesn't mean tomorrow it will. Yeah. Because yesterday's gone and tomorrow's promised to nobody and we only have the now, which we're enjoying. And to all the viewers that are listening out there, you know, it is about that moment right there and then. Yeah, that moment is very important. It's very important yeah. because you can't get it back. You, can, you can't replace time. Time's going to keep ticking. So I think that you have to really try to enjoy every single moment that you have, wherever you are, on a train, chatting to somebody or in a restaurant. I have a tendency to always be post-planning. I'm, I'm always one to go over there and I'm trying to get into this mode of enjoying the moment. Well, you've got a plan because, you know, I mean, obviously, if, let's say you go on holiday, you know, if you want to book a hotel, you've got to plan six months in advance, right. maybe or 12 months in 12 advance, months, depending where, you, where you go. 12 months with 12 me. Months. That's good. <laughs> But then when you are there, you've got to enjoy that moment. Yeah, and I think that people forget that because the world is going so fast and people are always racing to do the next thing or go to the next appointment or get the next job that they actually miss out on the moment. That's what I've learned in the last six months anyway, being with my partner. I've learned it. Just take it. You're properly in love. <laughs> Freddie. Oh my God! Oh la la! Being naughty. Oh, no, not naughty. I can see it in your <laughs> eyes. Oh la la! Freddie. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> you can. Yes, this is good. This yeah. is very good. This yeah, is... I never thought I'd find that at my age again. Really? So, yeah, But you're very young. I mean, you are so radiant, so so beautiful. Mm. You know, you're full of life, full of beams. I mean, I was watching your dancing. Oh my God! Um, I think I was watching a clip when you were. It was in Houston. Uh, Oh, my God, you got the moves. Yeah, well, but life is... I'm married to my work. I love to dance. I love music. I love getting out there. And I love to move. Even anybody that's on the train or anything, step, tap, step, tap, just get into that mode of moving, really? you know? How did you start? I mean, you started dancing when you were seven, a little girl. How did you know? Uh, I was at the Girl Guides. I went to the church hall. I saw the dancing in the next room, the music. They were playing wheels, the cha-cha. I still remember it. I asked the guy, you have children's classes? He said, come back next week, we'll start. I never missed it, only one time when I gave birth to my son. Really? I But did you have the it. rhythm? You, 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 you've, got, you've got natural rhythm inside you. Yeah, whatever you? natural means, you know, because natural comes in many different forms. But I felt... I didn't think about natural rhythm back then because I didn't really understand what that was. All I knew is I liked my body to move to music and that I got good grades. I worked hard. Um, I wouldn't say I was the most talented in the group, but I would probably say I was the hardest worker in the group. So I wouldn't say everything was easy for me with dancing. It wasn't. I had to study it. I had to follow directions. Focus. Focus. And I think that with a little bit of talent but an immense amount of dedication to your trade makes the difference. And then you won how many competitions? I mean, you're the world champion. I mean, what did you win? I mean, it's uh, Three quite... Open to the World British Dance Championships with two different men. So I won in 1983 and then they wrote me off and I came back in 96 and won with my second husband and wow. beat my first husband. Long story. I'll write my book, but anyway. Right. Um, yeah, and many, many titles. 10, 12 times United States Open to the World Champion, British National Champion, I think, 10 or 11 times. So, yeah, many titles all over the world, you know, the Duke. So that's the mark of anyway. a great champion, because it's, it's one thing to win it once, but twice, three times, four times, ten times. This well, is... it's difficult to come back with a beginner that didn't dance and retrain him from 83 to 96, no, you know, imagine. and start from scratch and really understand. Because with my first partner, I went straight to the top. So there was an appreciation for the art, but... Definitely not like when it was starting again in 1984 from rock bottom, where you've had all the success in the world. Then you have to go back to the beginning with a lot of people saying you left the country, you'll never make it as a dancer, go away, get married, ha have a family. They did. The only person that believed in me was me. 
Wow. I'm the only person who believed in myself. And as I learned about the industry, the male ego, because we're a male-dominated industry in the Latin world, as I learned about that and how to network and just many various things, it was not just about talent. You have to, of course, you have to have some rhythm, but I've seen some dancers with no rhythm, with no talent, come and emerge as world champions. I really have, through dedication, really? hard work, great study. So that's what I say, what is talent? The biggest thing that you've got to learn is how to use your brain. Because yeah. in this industry I'm in, you get nowhere unless you, you, know, you can use your brain. <laughs> wow. And tell me, um, I've read somewhere that you said that it takes you two minutes, or two seconds in fact, to take a quick look at someone and know whether they're good dancers or not. Freddie, I already watched you come down the stairs. I watched you tap your foot over there. I'm getting you signed up for Strictly next year. Because uh, you think I'm a good dancer? Well, first of all, I think that you've got a great personality. And second of all, you're a great shape. And third, you have got great rhythm. Have I? Your, your little knee was going boom, 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 boom. I thought, oh, okay, oh okay, my God. let's get Freddie on the show. <laughs> Freddie on the show. Come oh on, God. Strictly, sign him up. <laughs> oh, my God. And tell me, there's one thing I want to know about uh, dancing. It's about chemistry. What is that chemistry be between dancers? I mean, that's pretty well, why, is, why does chemistry have to be between dancers? Let me tell you something. I'm sat opposite you, Freddie, this amazing man with these amazing TV shows. We have a chemistry. No, I can, I can feel it. We have it. I can there's feel an it. energy there already yeah. between one person and another. Sometimes you can go into a room and it's quite flat. You have no chemistry, even though you might try to bring the other person out their shell, there's no chemistry there. So chemistry is something that between one person and another, it's a little bit electric. It's a, a comfort zone. It's a you just enjoy each other's company. But what about I mean, um, you're talking about ke chemistry on Strictly. Is that where, yeah, you're, is that where you're going? No, chemistry with dancers, because you were talking, you know, I, I was listening to an interview of yours and you were saying, you know, dancers have to have chemistry. If they have that chemistry, of course, they've got to work hard, they've got to dance, they've got to know the routine, but that chemistry brings them together. And, and when you see them, you can see it's working. Well, you have two people. Right. It's the joy of the music. It's the love of the motion. So when the body's moving, when you've got the music playing and two people are in the same room for three, four months together, they have to enjoy that first. And then it radiates between two people. And, and then me. this is where you start to see chemistry because sometimes on Strictly you'll see the professional and the amateur and there's no chemistry at all. It looks a little dull. It's a little flat. They might be amazing dancers, but something's missing. You can have technique. You can have movement. You can have all these things. But unless there's a spark there and a chemistry but between chemistry two people. But the chemistry is a bit ooh-la-la. And sometimes it's it goes... It's a lot ooh-la-la, darling. Yeah, the way you say it is that kind <laughs> of ooh-la-la. <laughs> I mean, what happened? What about that curse of Strictly? What about that curse? It seems like everybody gets together, you know, and I mean, I'm not surprised. But because... it's not strictly. You could go and work in a bank. You could go be I... an actor. You can be here. You can be there. And it happens all over the world. It's not about Strictly. It, you only see it on Strictly because it's a publicised show and That's it's right. got a 12, 15 million audience and you're tuned in week in and week out. Somebody only has to blink and somebody's saying, oh, look, this is happening or that's happening. It's in the world. It's not just in Strictly. No, it's true because in, rest in the restaurant world, for example, which is my world, you know, everybody's going out with everybody. Well, there you go. It's in every job, you know, and unfortunately some people get hurt and, and, and sometimes it's great when there's two single people. Why not? But I think it gets people's imagination going because you see two beautiful dancers, you know, they're dancing together, you know, they've got very little clothes, they're all sweating. <laughs> and suddenly, boom, oh la la, oh la la. <laughs> <laughs> you have half-naked bodies with sweat. You know, this is what people are thinking. <laughs> well, 
I mean, good for them. They can sit there on a Saturday evening and their imagination can go to Disneyland. It can go wherever they want. Go take your imagination wherever you want it to go. You know, but I can tell you from being in many jobs, in many situations, it's not about Strictly. It's about the world. It's about being in the workplace. Two people strike it up. When I met my... Are we calling my boyfriend? <laughs> Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay, when I when I met him, you know, we were, we were in Panto and it was, you know, there was... Who made, the, a, we, who made the first move? Well, we were just friends at first, you know, we, we became good friends. He helped me with the acting side of things. He was going through some things. I helped him with that. So we just became good friends. That's, so who that's made the all. move, though? Who made the move? <laughs> Somebody must have said, shall we go for a drink? Because, you know, you can be friends. Like, we can go together for a drink, right? And you know you're safe. You know, I'm not going to do any move. Do you know what I mean? I won't, it won't happen. Please, I, I'm just looking at him now. <laughs> Promise you, Mr. Boyfriend, it won't happen. Well, I, he didn't have anywhere to go for Christmas. I invited him. Would he like to join us for Christmas? Right. Which he couldn't do because obviously he was with his family. But I just didn't want him to think that he was on his own. So, And then after that, I said, no, I can't make that. But maybe we'll have a drink. And I said, sure. So, or oh. dinner. Maybe he said, I'll, I'll take you for dinner or something like that. And I, I said, OK, let's go for a drink. But it was innocent. We, we, you know, we were good, we've been good friends well, for a while. Well, he was not this innocent. Because obviously, it was at one, very innocent, at one moment, he went over, over the cliff. No, no, he never went over the cliff. It was very, very innocent. I no, was, but you know what I mean, though. No, I don't know what you mean, Freddie. No, 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 then, no. Oh. Were you? <laughs> no, no. So this is a recent relationship for me. So it's new. Oh, very good. But you look very happy. Yeah, good good chemistry with somebody, you know. Somebody good chemistry. Strong character and daft to be to be with me. Wow. So, yeah, kind, caring. That's giving, important. Loving. I mean, look, kindness, we were talking about it. This is the most important. And there's a word, one word you use is grateful. It's a beautiful word. People forget about I it. I don't you know. sign anything without putting gratitude on the bottom because I think you have to be grateful for everything. And everybody who passes through your life has some meaning or purpose. And everybody, everybody is worth something. Everybody. You know, it's not just people in privilege or people here or there. My mum said, you know, on the housing estate, every single person is worth something. So treat people how you want to be treated. And I live my life by that. This podcast is brought to you in association with Expedia. Now, you all know that I like things in my life to run smoothly. At work, in my restaurant, at home, and especially when I am away traveling. Expedia offers loads of great deals on flights, activities, and accommodation all in one place. So you can book your trip, save money, and ensure everything runs as smoothly as my life. Oh la la. You were talking before about hard work and about, you know, because you did not become who you are at dancing and winning all these competitions without hard work and applying yourself without discipline and focus and rigor. But the same applies to the way you are as a person and all that goodness that you are radiating now. It's something that you keep telling yourself to do and to be. All the time. I mean, from a young girl, I was travelling on buses and trains from age 11. My mum had to work, so nobody could take me. You know, it was nerve-wracking getting on the bus and then a train, then a ribble bus, then another train at night and manoeuvring as an 11-year-old. And I used to just stay focused and say, come on, Shirley, you can do this. Be vigilant. That's why I'm a vigilant person. Raising my kids, I was probably overly vigilant. You know, great peripheral vision, never with the earphones in your ear, but watching where you're going, not paranoid, but just just a clear vision of where you're going and what you're doing and just trying to be the best best version of yourself. Well, I mean, Socrates famously said that um, the unexamined life is not a life worth living. 
you, you are straight in, you know, 500 years BC, you know, and, and, and with what Socrates was thinking and saying, you know, it's exactly that. So, in fact, we haven't evolved too much. It's like we are, you know, we, we are in a time warp, you know, we're thinking the same as he was thinking. I mean, look at today, you know, meeting you. You've never met me, I've never met you. I've read a little about you, you've read a little about me. But we come in and now it's like we've been friends forever. That's now, true. Now, if I walked in here and I was all subdued and I, I didn't make an effort and you didn't make an effort, then there would be no chemistry, no spark, a boring interview, let's say. But you have to come into a room and you have to say to yourself, OK, I can do this. You, yeah. have to con you have to convince yourself. You have but to love yourself. But everybody is different. Some people are very outgoing. Some, some people are more introverted. But you is just, just pouring out. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> pouring out. Oh, la, la. It's pouring out. Va, va, boom. <laughs> what is this with this va, va, boom? The va, va, boom gives you like a, just a warm feeling. I don't really think it means anything. But, you know, get on with life. Give a little bit of spark in your boots. Keep moving. Meet people. Go out there in the workplace. Do the best job that you can do. You know, contribute to society. And let's make the world a better place. Ba, ba, boom. Oh, la, la. So uh, do dancers make the best lovers? <laughs> Freddie! <laughs> no, because you're dancing, you're moving your body. It's the way you express yourself. Always got nothing to do with that. <laughs> what are you asking me again? If dancers make the best lovers? Yes. Well, I've I've been married twice. I've had a couple of boyfriends and I have a new boyfriend and I think it's good. We're not going to ask him because he's going to say yes. <laughs> I like to move my body. There you go. Brilliant. So dancing is over for you? You don't want to do any more dancing? Well, 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 now everybody like who tunes into Strictly... There's going to be a few little changes there this season, and who might what, see you're it? going to be dancing. Oh la la! Oh my god! <laughs> Not answering that. Do you still? But stay tuned. Wow. Do you still do it? Do you still dance? Do I dance? Well, yeah. I teach and I lecture, and uh, just been on the Strictly cruise with Danny, and had to give a two-hour seminar. I used um, Giovanni to dance with. We did a jive. Amazing. Yeah, I can so still do it. So you don't lose it. You don't. You don't lose it. Do you, you don't. I. I. I don't because I keep up with it all the time, and it's like second nature because I've done it for so many years. You know? Right. Right. Because you know some sport. I mean, I love boxing. You know, but if you get to an age, let's say, you know, I don't know, forty, forty-five, fifty. You know, when you do boxing, you know, it becomes very difficult because you get so slow, and then it's very easy to get hit. But if you do dancing, you can do it until... Well, don't forget that when I dance now, I don't have to do it for two and a half minutes a dance, five dances, six rounds, you know, in a competition. I'm either just lecturing, it's a minute and a half, or if I were to dance on the show, or I danced on the Strictly Tour. Right. And that was about two minutes with five boys. It was a cha-cha. I went down amazingly well. At first, when they asked me to do it, I was a little bit, oh, I'm not sure about that. But then... Absolutely. Why not? Right. I said, why not? Oh. And shows women of my age that you can still get out there and move your body. Amazing. But when you dance, I mean, is it to dance, you, you, you have that pleasure as well, as well as the performance? Because for you, it's a job, it's a performance. Well, you they're have... both interlinked. The right. minute I hear the music, it doesn't matter where I am. I love to go to Liverpool, to the different places there where they have live music. And when I hear the kind of live music I love, I can't help but to get up and dance. And do you invent new moves? Are there new moves to be invented when <laughs> you dance? La la! 
How many oh, different maybe. ways can you move the human body? Is that what you're asking yeah, me? No, I, I don't know because, you know, I mean, uh, what do they judge you on? Let's say you do a cha-cha or you do a, a rumba or you, you mean do if the I'm tango. judging on Strictly? If I'm no, judging. if you're doing it, for example, or if you're a professional dancer, can you invent new moves that nobody's seen of before? Of course, that comes under the heading of creativity. Really? Yes, of course. So you might see an idea from the contemporary world or from the jazz world and then you think to yourself, I can incorporate that into the ballroom or the Latin. You can study online, see different things, different ways to do things. Absolutely. That's that creativity. Mean... Otherwise, we would see, my son used to say, Mark, oh, 10, 10 different cha-chas on the same day or 11 different sambas. How boring. You have to bring the music to life. You have to create, start with the music and then with the creativity. Make sure you've always got a little bit of the basic steps in there and then blow the routine up to be something that the audience at home are just going, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Wow. Creativity is is key. I mean, I have to say, I had a grin on my face since we started this podcast. <laughs> oh, la, la. Yes. Va, va, vous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take a turn, this one. Oh, la, la, yes. So what kind of dancing do you think I could be doing if I was on Strictly? What I, would be my dance? Well, first of all, you have a beautiful long neck and you've got long arms. I already checked that out. You've got a great waistline, good legs. Your feet are in a good position. You've got no sickle turn in feet. So ballroom dancing, waltz, foxtrot, tango, quick step will definitely be something special for you. But then I noticed you tapping and I see you bopping about in your chair and moving. And I think, mm, la, la, this is not oh good cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> it's good to see you what about the cha-cha-cha. Ooh, the passionate tango. Oh, my God. Yes, I could see you in the Argentine tango, throwing your legs around, wrapping that leg around the woman's body, and then I'm... she wraps her leg around you. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'm not la, very la. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very supple, Shirley. That's all right, darling. We can make you supple. We can make you supple. They're, really? Yeah, those professionals, they're miracle workers on Strictly. Oh, my God. I'm the not professionals are miracle workers. I never stretch. It's not good, is it? Well, we need a little stretch going on here and there, darling. You should be doing that morning and night i, know, I, I mean, can still bend over and touch my toes that's I'm, good i'm not isn't very it? good at this Wait, let me show you let me show you what <laughs> i can gonna, do it's I'm gonna, gonna bend you. over oh i've got a stretch oh. going on here audience oh and it's not bad he's got his fingertips on there but not the palms of his hands oh, yeah but it, but, uh, it hurts it hurts yes, a, oh. i know that's because you don't do it every day no i know I 10 know. 15 minutes warm up bend forward stretch yawn give to the world lovely feeling Oh, brilliant. You love it. I, I should try that. <laughs> you should. Just like yawning, you know how good you feel when you yawn. Yeah. You know, when you stretch and you get that feeling, mm, it comes all in your body, you know? Yes. Yeah, you're right there. We've been talking about so many things. You know, I've been completely captivated <laughs> by our conversation. And I think I've been lost in your eyes. I think that we've just been all over the place, haven't we? Yeah, just we've been, been in a magical in world there. Oh, yeah. Disneyland. Love, I love what you have to say. It's very Thank close you. to the way I feel about life. I mean, it's not very close. It's just bang on, you know, and, and I like that philosophy. And uh, it's, it's up to us to make the world a better place. Yeah, I we... raised my son like that too. You can raise your children like that to be good, to kind, to include people in the playground that are not being included, you know, and just spreading love from a very young age. It's a, it, you can help as a parent and as an adult. Yeah, love is that word. It's you the know? key. And, it's and, key. And sometimes, I think that sometimes people think it's kind of overrated, you know, and, and I'm thinking, as you said it, I was thinking about the quote of uh, Martin Luther King uh, when he says, you know, that, that, that love brings about light in the world. You that's know, right. and hate is about darkness. And that's what it is. And, and obviously Martin Luther King understood it very well. And he was so eloquent in articulating what he was thinking. But 
it's exactly what you're saying. But, but, but love can come in many forms. People tend to think of love between a man and a woman or something no, it's like not that. that. But no. it's not first about loving yourself and then it's about anything and everyone you're around, how you can touch them with that feeling of love. You Have know you what I'm always saying? loved yourself? No. Right. When did you really start to love yourself then? Mm, I'd probably say my life has been better over the last couple of years. You know, everybody has their hang-ups and their this and their that, you know, that you're dealing with. And what I am learning through reading, through a little help is, you know, you've got to love yourself first. That's to start with yourself. In order to give to you, I have to first serve myself. You have, you know to, feel it. You have yeah, to, to fill feel yourself it. up with love in the yeah. morning. I mean, that's what you were saying before. And I think about... Strictly's helped me with that. You know, it's like I love family. I mean, I've got a small family now. It's just my mom and Mary, my son, and some extended children family. But that's it, really. But... Strictly is like this huge extended family. You go into work, everyone's laughing, everyone's on. It's it's like going into a different world for the week. It's I can't even explain it. Actually, they should probably have a film going around so that people can see behind the scenes. Because what you see on TV is exactly the same behind the scenes, whether it's the cameramen, whether it's the people preparing the food. Everybody loves everybody. It's just like the brightest light that gives just an energy to everybody at weekends, you know, that people look forward to and that they chat during the week, whether it's good chat, bad chat. But it brings people together, and I think that's key. Do you remember the moment where you thought, oh, this is that click where things are changing for me? You said it's a couple of years, maybe it was a bit more or, you know, do you remember that moment? That is, was there a moment when, when you had that light bulb moment? Yeah, I just think that I was a, at one point a few years ago, not in such a great place in my life, you know, and I was single and I've been single for a long time and I never went out on a date. I never shared any time. I never had a cuddle. Da, 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 da. And I think I got to a point where I was, asking myself why, and then I realised that perhaps I don't always radiate the light that's inside me. I'm a little bit on and off. So you had that light inside, but you I just did, couldn't and bring it out. I did, and throughout my life in different parts, I'm able to share and go and do. And then, you know, just recently over the last several years, should we say, I found a little new spark because I realised that life is passing by super fast. Before you know it, now we're already... As soon as we start Strictly, we're already preparing for Christmas and I'm going into pantomime and then there's the tour and... Um, and it goes so super fast. So, like I say, I learned the expression, wake up every morning with the eyes of a newborn baby and really, 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 even as a young person, whether you're 15, 18, 20, to live your life because it will go faster than you possibly think. No, it's true. It's and then, true. boop, we're all gone. And we're it's the gone. next people that come in and the difference that we can make on their life. Do you believe in um, life after death? Um, or some kind of... I think there's an energy out there. I, I mean, of course, I've lost a loved one, so I would like to think that he's looking out for me. Sometimes I, you know, my mum still lives in the same house and she said sometimes she sees him pass by the garden and I feel him around a little bit and it could be my own energy wishing or it could actually be that it, there's a, some sort of a good spirit that's watching over. But yeah. I do feel there's something. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, ooh la la. Oh la la. <laughs> Baba boom, Freddie. I've had the best morning with you and thank, thank you. you for letting me share some thoughts and feelings to everybody out there who's listening. I hope that it just makes people smile, that we have made people smile, that we can make a little bit of a difference in somebody's life for today. Well, ooh la la, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, you certainly made me smile. I had a great time. I really feel inspired, you know, and I'm just going to go about my day feeling really excited and happy and 
And it just, what you just told me just reminds me of what I tell myself every day. Yeah. And it feels good because I know I'm on the right path because you're feeling like this and I want to feel exactly like you feel. <laughs> I love it. I really thank you very much. It was thank great you, to Freddie. speak to you. Thank you. So thank you for coming on the Will podcast. Thank, thank you, Shirley. Bye-bye. Bye. The podcast was brought to you in association with Expedia. Expedia offers thousands of hotel deals to suit all tastes and budgets. Choose from bed and breakfast, affordable hostels, five-star hotels, and everything in between. There is something for everyone.